Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to uh, whatever episode number this is. I forgot because I got so many things going on in my brain right now, live from my hotel room and annoying probably whoever is sharing that unlockable door uh, next to me in Sacramento, guys, live from Sacramento. Uh, In the last podcast, I said that I was going to come back from Sac and then uh, give you guys a podcast, and then the next ones would be on the road. And then I turned the show off, and I was like, why not? Why why would I go to Sacramento and have time and a chance to film in front of a closed window? Because it's literally the only place that I... I was standing in this room for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, where can I shoot this show? In the corner, on two white walls, underneath a, a flower painting... No, dude, just sit in front of the window. And I'm like, well, that'd be cool uh, if I ever got around to doing this while the sun was out because the view actually is some pretty trees. For once, it's a decent view. For once. Um, I just had a cool-ass show. And if you hear me burping, as soon as I left the show, I went directly to Jack in the Box and I grabbed Snoopy, Snoopy's, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's Munchie Meal. And uh, it's already burning. It's... It's bad heartburn night for sure, but I had to show respect to the to the dog father. But uh, like I was saying, I was thinking if I'm if I'm coming, I might as well just pack, you know, and just come on out and just do this the right way. And um, the right way would be to find the right spot. Like I I was thinking, I'm like I could go. Uh, really good podcast vibes and just lay on my bed because that's what Bobby does. She just kind of goes to people's beds or she's like on a really plush couch. And then I was like, nah, because then if I put an episode out with me, um, like on a bed, people are gonna be like, you know, someone's already doing that. And I hate it. I live in the world of comedy. So like, that's like the worst thing is when you have a good idea or you think you have an idea and then you go for it and then you do it and then you pump it out for everybody and someone immediately turns and is like, uh, someone else is already doing that. It's like the worst thing to go through, I guess. I don't know. In in my mind, because I'm a comedian, it's like everything I do and say, I want it to be only from me for the first time original, but that's not really how this game works. So I was thinking like, what what if I just sit in front of this (laughs) and also i was expecting like a love seat like most hotel rooms have and not like a legit computer chair i mean this thing's crinkly and not not only not only is the chair crinkly but they had to put my room right next to the the highway so if you hear like motorcycles going by um sacramento motorcycle drivers chill the f out you guys are so obnoxious. 
I was leaving the venue and there was like three dirt bikes across the street and they're just like dirt bike life. And I'm like, dude, what is it with Sacramento and, and these bikes in general? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm in a hating mood right now. <laughs> um, this is also new too. So I'm like trying to get over, not like, not rem- like, I'm trying to forget that this, this is happening, that I don't, I'm my own mic stand now, live from Sacramento guys. Uh, thank you to painkillers and uh, Henry for putting me up tonight. That was a super solid lineup. I mean, every, everyone just came out blazing and there were certain stipulations that were happening tonight that I think kind of coaxed us all into the just blaze it, dude, just go in and, um, and do your thing. Uh, I need to hit, I need to, I brought everything, everything's mobile. So I forgot to, um, forgot to plug my computer in and it's going to die. Give me just a second. That Snoop's munchie meal is hitting hard right now. If you don't know what it is, uh, I didn't even know. I still don't know what it is. It's literally a piece of bread, almost like, it's like a hybrid piece of bread. And when I, like, when I say that, you're like, what the fuck's a hybrid piece of bread, dude? A hybrid piece of bread, hybrid, it's a hybrid. I'm getting tired. <laughs> it's a hybrid. Um, w- What it is, it's a like mix between a hamburger bun and a hot dog bun. It's super oddly shaped and it's, it's fluffy. Like it's kind of thick bread and it's smothered in the Jack in the box sauce. You know, like who knows what that sauce even is, who knows what is even in that sauce first off. And now it's in my body and now it's inside of me. So you got the bread, you got the sauce that's smothered all inside and out of the bread, two chicken tenders topped off with French fries. You get curly fries in the box. You get uh, a hard shell taco. I I don't know if Jack in the Box has soft tacos. Does Jack in the Box have soft tacos? I'm not sure. I mean, I got my computer, but I'm not definitely not using resources to look that shit up. And then uh, a a big ass brownie, which we know why the brownie's there. We know why. Because you're supposed to eat this thing high as hell. And I don't I'm conflicted on this Snoop Dogg Jack in the Box meal, to be real. I'm conflicted because um you know, I I didn't have the Travis Scott one and I didn't have the um who else just did one? Someone else. It was like Kid Cuddy was the first one, I think, maybe. I didn't have any of those meals, but I had an option to grab Snoop's tonight, so I did. And I'm really conflicted about these artists putting together these boxes of death. I'm super conflicted about it. Because on one hand, you have all the necessities for a stomach ache, heartburn, and and just a miserable night trying to sleep. But then on the other hand, you have a box of gold. It's a taco. It's a chicken tender sandwich smothered with fries and curly fries with a brownie. You know? 
Like, I'm really conflicted about this. And then I started thinking, you know what fast who fast food caters to the most besides obese people and stoners and homeless people? Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of demographics now. I'm saying it out loud that Jack in the Box caters to kids, homeless people, stoners right off the top of my head. Those are three major demographics that Jack in the Box caters to. But it also caters to children, children, like kid kids, because there's a lot of lazy parents out there that instead of cooking a real meal, they will go to Jack in the Box. They will pick up Snoop Dogg's box because their kids saw the commercial on TV. And since the kids saw the commercial on the TV and is like, hey, ma, I want that. That means two things for you. One, you don't have to cook dinner. Two, your kid is going to be in so much agony from eating this box that they ain't going to have time to bother you. So really, you kind of have the upper hand as a parent if you're going to go get fast food for your child. I'm not condoning this behavior because that's how I was raised. And look at me, uh, just full of attitude and rage and malnourished with a high metabolism that I can't fix. Uh, I don't suggest it. I don't condone, condone it. However, it is a thing. It's a it's a big part of this country is pushing this crap down our kids' throats. I don't know how many people I hear like all the time, just like weekly, all the time. I won't get Jack in the Box or not Jack in the Box, Taco Bell. I won't get Taco Bell. I want to go get Taco Bell. I, I see. I have a, a buddy that I see like maybe I don't know, like three four times a week, right? All the time. When I see him, he looks depleted. And I'm like, what did you do last night? What's going on? How are you feeling? Oh, I had Taco Bell. Again? Your guts hate you, dude. Like tonight, I had a fun night doing what I love to do. Traveling, comedy, hanging out, schmoozing, meeting new people, this, that, and the other. Just doing me. I like doing that. But then there's people that like to eat Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they do. They'll work like their regular nine to five, probably doing nothing. I would assume like just walking circles or sitting at a desk or answering a phone maybe 10 times in an hour. And then you take an hour break. And then, you know, two hours later, you get a 15. And then an hour later, you get another 15. And then before you know it, in 90 minutes, you go home. You know, and that's what people do, you know, for their their lives. But while they're there doing that, they think about going and getting Taco Bell. They're like, I can't wait to get out of here. It's four o'clock. I have another hour and then I'm going straight to Taco Bell. And I'm going to grab like three of these little slider burrito things that they're like, they're like this thick and they're like that long. And you just like, they're two biters. I'm going to grab like four of those. I'm going to get a big old thing of soda. I'm going to get, I'm going to get some more tacos and, and, uh, a grilled burrito. And I'm just going to eat it all in one sitting with these cinnamon roll fucking, uh, little chips. What are those things? They're a little cinnamon twist. Those things are delicious. As I sit here and drink a big ass cup of, of soda. But the thing is with me though, when it comes to me guys, when it comes to eating like shit, when we're talking about me personally, 
I can eat anything and everything because I'm a garbage disposal. I'm a literal garbage disposal. Anything that I can't eat. Now, this is the kick with me. I will eat all of anything, but there's only certain things I can eat. Like, I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. I'm like Macaulay Culkin from My Girl. I'm like Macaulay Culkin from My Girl, for sure. I will die of an allergy attack before I die from old age, uh, gang violence, freak accident. I don't know why I said gang violence. I don't, I don't bang. But, I mean, you never know. I could be in a town where people are banging, and then I get caught in the middle, and then that is gang violence, and then I am dying from that. So, you actually, yeah, I could die from gang violence. Um, I'm not, I'll tell you what I'm not going to do, though. I'm not going to die from obesity. That's not going to happen. You're looking at me. It's not ever going to happen. I have been this way since high school. And I just had this conversation with my Uber driver as he was dropping me off. He was like talking about how he had kids and then developed a dad bod. And then he came across some old high school friends like many years later. And they're like, oh, you got a baby. Oh, yeah. Look, at you look like you had a baby. I have babies. I've looked the same since 11th grade. I have not grown any in any direction. And I have been eating whatever I want that I can, that I can eat. Because I can't have a lot of things. I'm not going to tell you guys because shit, that's an easy out for you. You want to get rid of me? All you got to do is feed me something wrong. But I'm not going to tell you what's on that list. Because the next time you see me, you're probably going to be like, dude, dinner's on me. <laughs> and then kill me. <laughs> so you're not, you're not going to get a list of what I can and can't have. I mean, you can have a list of what I can have. And then you can try and do the math and break down... Uh, what I can't have and then try to feed it to me as if I'm a child and don't know any better. <laughs> I dated a chunky girl one time and I did it because her face was super cute and her personality was fucking great. And she frequented like she, she was going to my work, I guess maybe before I started working there. I don't know. She was going for a hot minute. And then I started working there. And this was like, this is three years ago, four years ago. But I'm at work one night and I see this girl and I'm like, you know what? You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see if I can. Because I've only been with like girls that are shaped like me. You know, like I've only really been with girls that look like me, you know, <laughs> what's your body count? Dude, not enough probably, or maybe enough or too much. I don't know. It depends on who you ask. But anyways, I saw my ex because we dated for a while and I saw her for the very first time and I was like, I'm just going to see. But I didn't have that big of a problem with her having like a little bit you know, like a little bit to her, just like a little bit, like something you can just grab onto, you know what I mean? Especially if you're like power moving. But uh, I don't know what this this motion was when I said power moving. It should have been like this motion. That way you guys can get a better idea if you're watching. If you're only listening, that's weird. But if you're watching, that's the motion that I 
I should have done it was that one instead of whatever one I did before. I don't even remember. It was with my other hand, so uh, it's gone out of my brain. I've just had a really long night. <laughs> I'm starting to realize that now as I keep talking. I'm just like, I just have a really long night. And um, yeah, I mean, I have a problem if you're like excessively over the line. Okay. And now I, now I know before you jump on me, I know that a lot of it's out of a lot of people's control. Like it can be considered just a disorder. I get that. That's fine. I used to have an eating disorder very slightly for less than a year when I was younger. And I think it was because I thought I needed to. That way I had an excuse for the way that I looked, but then it started to like really affect my health super bad. Like it was my, I I was throwing up. I was just pulling the trigger every single time and I didn't have to, I didn't feel bad about myself. I just thought that since everyone talked about how skinny I was all the time, that I needed to have an excuse. Why? Because when I was young going through that, I didn't know about metabolism. I didn't know about health. I didn't know about the way your body functions, about the digestive system, all the things, right? All the things that are wrong with me. (laughs) I didn't know anything about that. So I was like, well, how come I do eat a lot and then immediately go shit it out? And then I'm hungry again. And there's nothing happening with weight. And then I started going to the gym when I got older and I was eating like chicken and rice and I was doing push-ups in the morning and push-ups on my lunch breaks and push-ups when I got home and then then go to the gym and I would creatine and chicken and rice and chicken and rice and workout, chicken and rice, workout, gym, push-ups, sweat. Blah, blah. And I did see myself bulk up. However, I didn't get like much bigger. I didn't get like brick wall big. It was just my same body stature, except I had like a 9, 12, 9 to 12 pack. A 9 pack would be weird, huh? Because that's an odd number. But I had like a 10 to 14 pack. How about that? And they were just little packs. They're just little ones. But they were like, I was ripped. I was rippled. And girls liked it. But to me, that was like too much work, man. Like, I'm not trying to go through all this work. Just I just leave it at that. I'm not just trying to do all this work. That's basically been my mind state since I've ever been alive. Is uh, I want it, uh, don't want to work for it. <laughs> Until five and a half years ago when I dipped into comedy and I'm like, uh, I want it, mm, I like it, and I'm going to work for it. But the body thing, I don't think I'm ever going to have a problem with. And I think I was talking, who was I talking to? Damn, the altitude fucked with my vape. Who was I saying that? uh, Now that I'm like, now I just had a birthday. Uh, Also, it's my my birthday yesterday. Say happy birthday in the comments, bitch. Um, Who was I saying that to? Damn, that's going to bother me more than what I was saying. I was saying like, ever since I, I was like high school, I've been built the same. And then they reminded me, they were like, yo, you're almost 40. And usually like in your mid thirties is when you'll see the body change. You'll see like the plump, you'll see, you know, like the sag, you'll feel your energy shift. I never did. And I just went to the doctor recently and he literally like x-rayed my entire body 
well mostly like my torso because i'm have i had like some like gut problems happening and I, I still kind of do which probably snoop's meal didn't help that at any but i um i go to the doctor they do the scan on my body and he legit told me to my face your insides are like a early late 20s early 30 year old so i'm like yo Thank you, Doc. That's like one of the nicest things that I've ever heard. And then he reminded me about my outside of my body and certain parts of the inside of my body, like my lower half, basically, are like 50 to 55-year-old vibes, you know? Like the the way my knees are depleting from all the extreme sports that I did as a kid, skateboarding, concrete, uh, snowboarding, hitting hard-packed snow, wrestling, fighting all that stuff just depleted all the cartilage and bone fragment from basically my balls down um the balls still work fine ladies but like my my whole leg system and my elbow systems are shot but the internal my guts my heart liver kidney um, well, he said liver's got a little bit of an issue because I used to drink a lot. And then I reminded him, I was like, hey, or I didn't remind him, I, I rather I brought it up to him. I was like, hey, I used to have a drinking problem. So if you see my liver looks like a raisin, that's probably why. And he's like, yeah, it's got a little sag to it, but it's coming back. So stop, just keep keep not drinking. <laughs> and uh, and I haven't. And and uh, and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> um he told me that and I was like, oh, so what's up with like my weight situation? How come I can't gain weight? And he's just straight up told me it's your metabolism. It's just something about your metabolism. You can eat like crazy kid and, um, and, and nothing's going to happen. And, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to change at all. And that kind of like shook me a little bit. I'm like, so wait, I'm going to be, if I make it, you're telling me if I make it to like 65, I'm going to be this size. Like I'm going to look like this when I'm 65. And I started to think about it harder. And then I got in the mirror when I got home and I started looking at myself. Like I got naked in the mirror and I started looking at myself and just envisioning like a 65 year old having this body, except like everything's gray and like there's more wrinkles in places which which by the way like how do you know that your balls are old man wrinkly and not just regular wrinkly how do we know that how do we know the difference between just like regular wrinkle in our balls versus new wrinkles that we get when we get old or older like yeah a few times i've plucked a couple grays out of my balls and i'm like all right that's pretty depressing but then i'm like looking at my balls and i'm like yo these are like nor these are my born with wrinkles you know because you know you got like regular wrinkles from the way you sit and the way you know it sags and inflates and sags and inflates so like yeah it's not stretch marks but there's just like these textured wrinkles to it and if your balls are as smooth as eggs congratulations because my balls are only as smooth as eggs when I shave them. And 
that's a whole nother topic for a different podcast, not this one, but that's a different podcast about why guys shave their balls. I think that's like a, that's like a 2000, that started like in 2010, huh? That started at least 20 years ago where guys just started shaving their balls because girls wanted to put all of it in their mouth and didn't want to leave any hairs between their teeth behind. I think, I think that's why we started shaving our balls. But also when I shaved my balls for like the very first time, I felt like I didn't have any underwear on at all when I was, when I was wearing underwear. It's just so free. It's so comfortable. And, and you know that it's like clean, you know, because you shave and then you wash and you're like, there's nothing lingering anywhere down there. And I know that for a fact. And if there was anything down there lingering, I cut them off. I cut them right out. You know, the first time I'll, I'll, I'll just share this and then I'll get out of here. <laughs> There's one last joke and then I'll get out of here. When I was, um, actually I got one other thing to talk about too, but I don't know. Maybe I run an hour. Maybe I run an hour on these roadcasts. Um, I remember the first time that I went to go shave my balls. I didn't the first time. And then the next time that I was like, all right, I'm actually going to shave my balls and get rid of this down here. I remember the first time I was like mad scared because there was like a lot of hair down there. I was like, yo, I like when I shave my face with the razor, it breaks out. That's why you guys have never seen me without any sort of something on my face, whether it's like super long, thick, black, or whether it's, you know, like freshly taken down to like, like uh, the blade, you know, but still stubble with a shadow. You guys will never see me with anything other than that because the times that I have, I look dumb. I look literally like, and then I shave my head and then I shave all of this off with the razor. Like it's all razored off. And the only thing that's left are just my eyebrows and my eyelashes. And it looks like I'm wearing eyeliner because I have black eyelashes and black eyebrows and then no other hair around this egg. And it looks like I'm wearing fucking makeup because it accentuates the color and like pops the color out of your eye. You guys don't give a fuck what I'm talking about right now. But the first time I ever shaved my balls, most free feeling that I've probably ever had. And then ever since, I just have been keeping them shaved because girls want to put all of them in their mouth not because it feels good not because it's a clean thing to do not because it's easy maintenance um and trendy uh, <laughs> but because girls like to put them all up in the mouth all up in the mums. i don't know why i don't know why girls like to do that i mean probably the same reason we try to fit your entire tit in our mouth would probably be the same reasons why you try to fit all the balls down your throat. Um, hey, <laughs> I'm not hating on any of it. I'm just making an observation at this point. I'm just saying girls love to toss the entire junk as far as they can down deep. And guys... You know, this must come from being breastfed or something. I wonder if if guys that weren't ever breastfed have like boob fetishes, like if they're into tits. 
Because I kind of feel like this is where it starts, is like being a kid that's being breastfed. That's where it starts, is where when you get older and you start having lots of sexual encounters with females who have boobs, it's just something we just try to stick your entire tit in our mouth. And it's just something. I don't know why. I just, like any girlfriend that I've had that's been naked on my bed, ready to go, I look at their boobs and immediately think, I'm going to stick that whole thing in my mouth. And I don't have that big of a mouth. I got a pretty big mouth, but I don't have that big of a mouth. I mean, you either have small tits or I got a big mouth. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I am definitely trying to fit all of it in my mouth. I'm trying to get all of it in there. Like, I want to feel like, have you ever put a water balloon in your mouth? When I was a kid, I used to do stupid shit, like drink from the hose outside in 100 degree weather and you get that first hot hot hit of water and you're just like, yes, minerals I shouldn't have, <laughs> like metal, yes, let me drink all of this. And it was such good water too back in the day. It's the same kind of stupid kid shit, you know, is, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm so tired, guys. I need to get out of here. Um, If you have a girlfriend and you just heard this podcast, please, please, tonight or, or tomorrow or whenever, the next time you guys are getting down and dirty, I would like you to think about me. Not think about... You know what? Yeah. Think about me. The next time... Guys, the next time you're banging out your girl, I want you to think about me. And I want you to think about what I said, okay? I want you to think about what I said about doing, and I want you to go through with doing it. And this is completely out of context if it's going to get clipped out just that part. It's so out of context, and that's probably going to be it. That's probably going to be the one. Uh, but I want, I want you to think about me, and I want you to think about sticking all of it, all, get it all in there. Like a water balloon, dude. <laughs> and that's my life, guys. And that's the show. Make sure that you hit like, follow, subscribe um, if you're not already. If you are, thank you so much for giving the show any kind of time of your day. So it is what it is. And it am what it am. Green eggs and ham. I am Uncle Sam or however the shit that shit goes. But um, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to lay down in my comfy hotel bed. And then I'm going to get up and head back home, change, and right back on the road. You guys will get this episode probably right before I head out to um, San Francisco for two nights. And then when I get back, you'll get both of those episodes back-to-back because I'm going directly to Salt Lake with Mo to go film another roadcast in Salt Lake while we do Salt Lake with Buck. So a lot of roadcasts coming your way. And hopefully I don't fall into the mode where I'm just looking for an excuse to go do these shows just so I can be podcasting on the road because that is not what I'm trying to accomplish here. Guys, enjoy yourselves. I love you. Goodbye.